0: I was just embarrassed then I didn't talk about being in the military for a really long time. I really didn't I had never been in trouble before. I'd never been written up for anything. I got promoted out of boot camp. You know there's always a part of you that sort of if I hadn't done this, then this wouldn't have happened. If I hadn't done that, then this wouldn't have happened, and a lot of it was that I blamed myself if I hadn't gone out with the guys and hang out, then that would have happened. If I hadn't gone to the bar, then that wouldn't have happened. Ultimately, I was using and drinking because I didn't know how to deal with all that shit. And on top of that, I'm having to deal with this injury and I've had to have surgery and I've had to have physical therapy. It was just bam, everything. I remember the captain said, I just want her out of my Navy. I just want her out of my Navy. Because I was quote unquote a homosexual and because I was a drug addict and I didn't deserve to be in the Navy. Period. And I strongly believe if I had shared being sexually assaulted and harassed that they wouldn't have believed it anyway. And the thing that was really upsetting there was second class officer was positive for marijuana. And we were both in treatment. And he was allowed to stay in the Navy. I actually asked for an administrative hearing to try and request to stay in. Because I really wanted to stay in, you know, and uh, because I was positive and because I was part of the LGBT community. It was just... The one last thing I remember right before I got out of the service, my chief came up to me and he apologized. He said, I'm sorry. And he said, we have to do a final evaluation. And he said he was sorry, but the captain forced him to lower it so that he could kick me out. So it made me feel like It was bad, but it shouldn't have been. When you have an OTH, you don't qualify for benefits. If I had been medically discharged for my need, I would be a disabled veteran and get compensation. I would have been able to have benefits that I didn't have because of the OTH. I read an article about somebody getting an OTH, and they were fighting So when I first tried was 2009, and it was rejected because, quote-unquote, homosexuality was still not allowed. Even though I had done all the things that I did, and, for lack of a better word, got my life together. When I saw they changed the regulations in the military to allow LGBT to be in the service, I tried again. I went to the San Francisco veterans office and the gentleman there, John Gallagher, wonderful guy, wonderful guy. He listened to me, my story. He recommended a therapist that specialized in MST. Initially, I didn't care about benefits even. I wanted the discharge upgrade. That was the thing that I wanted the most. because. I loved being in the service, and I didn't think that what I did deserved as bad as it did. John and my therapist said, if you want to try and get the upgrade, go to Swords to Plowshares. Because ultimately, I couldn't apply myself. I couldn't hire an attorney. There was nothing I can do. Having a job or not, there was no way I could do that. Nothing. They upgraded
1: it to general. I joined the Navy in 1953 and I was there for approximately four months. My name got turned in for being gay, and they said, You can't sing in the Navy because you're gay. They separated us from the rest of the people. After everybody got through eating, they just piled it all on the counter and gave us a paper plate with plastic spoons so they didn't want to contaminate anything else. They did that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They gave me a bad conduct discharge. They didn't say what I did wrong, just said BCD in big letters. Bad conduct discharge. I went to see my grandparents and somebody from the Navy had called my grandparents and told them that I was a queer and not to let me in. And they said, Carl, you can't come here. Said, my life is just no more. I said, I mm-hmm. can't go home. I can't do this. I can't get a job. When you got a bad contact, discharge, you, you weren't entitled to anything. Nothing. I couldn't do a lot of things. I couldn't get a decent job. I had a job with the Burlington Railroad before I went in the Navy, and when I got out of the Navy, I went back to work at the railroad, and they said, you got to show us your discharge, and you have to leave. Well, I didn't show them back on the discharge, so I just quit and went. I got a job in Chicago as a nurse's assistant, and that didn't work out. Then I got to California. Out here in California at that time, it was against the law to be gay got involved with the Coast Guard and got a job there because they didn't care if I was gay or not. They, didn't, they never even ask me about it. My first job was around the world on a ship, which was wonderful. I've been sailing ever since. So I retired <laughs> a few years ago. Remember when they had Don't Ask, Don't Tell? I tried to get it straightened out then. I went to John Gallagher down at the Vet Center and talked to him and John said, why don't you get in touch with Sorts Swords of Power Shares? Said, I'm sure they're going to be able to help you out. So I got a hold of the Swords of Power Shares. Bob Alexander did the whole thing for me. He did a wonderful job. About six months later, they got my honorable discharge from the Navy. What a big relief, you know. It was 65 years later at least. From then on, I got accepted at the Veterans Building. And at the Fort Miley Hospital, I'm entitled to not attention, but I had no copay, and and um, my medications are free in different places, so everything turned out fine. My immediate family, my brothers and sisters, all accepted me for what I was. I had trouble with my twin sister for a while, but she's coming around. There's no problem with her anymore either, so uh, everything is fine.